Welcome back to another episode of Grill. How long steak, mister? Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Thank you, Hillel. I am Bobby Stills. That is Hillel Echohawk. And we have a guest, uh, my friend, your friend. Yes. Friend to black people? Not too sure. Uh, I, I think so. Sean Simpson of Alki Bakery. <laughs> Sean, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, at, this is uh, Welcome to South Lake, uh, South Lake Union, Seattle, Washington. This is Studio 212. And uh, this is the Soundcasting Network. Uh, thanks for visiting us. I'm happy to be here now <laughs> that I finally made it. Yeah, you're yeah. late. <laughs> yeah, traffic was horrible today. And by the looks of it, it's still horrible. Yes. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Sorry I'm two hours late, but... Better late than never. Right. Yep. Okay. I'm trying to get uh, you in here for a while now, so. I know, I'm dragging. Um, have you listened to the show? I listened to a couple episodes, yes. What do you think? I think it's kind of cool. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't be here. <laughs> just kind of cool. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, he's going to speak his mind, yeah. people. Uh, yeah, that's Very just going to happen. So. Okay. No filter. <clears throat> so, uh, first we usually do an update on work. Uh, Hillel, are you fired yet? I am not fired yet. (laughs) (laughs) She's working on it. Try harder. Okay. I'll take your advice. (laughs) Have you been sexually harassed yet? I have not been sexually harassed yet. As in in the workplace? Yeah. Uh Wow. We know how that, you know how that goes. So it's that kind of show. (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell the listeners about your little, your little story you had uh, with the girl in the back of the house. Oh, and it was uh, a girl. This is getting good. I've got it here. <laughs> um, okay, so it make it. The, remember the mm-hmm, roundabout. The roundabout. Yeah, I'll try to be linear in my stories, <laughs> <laughs> not so roundabout. <laughs> okay, so um, it was uh, yesterday, and I got done with my list first, and one of the women that I work with got pissed because I was done before her and she was like how come you got done with your list first and well tell everybody what your list is your list is is it a prep list yes it's exactly my prep list. Okay. Yeah. thank you thank you for clarifying that, sorry Hello. about that I apologize she was getting there and, <laughs> and um, so she's just like fuming angry and I'm like I'm sorry not sorry and she's like, well, you know, you get here before I do. And she just went off on me. And I'm like laughing because it's ridiculous. The things that she's saying, she's like, you picked all of the easy stuff. And, you know, this is what I did. And I'm thinking like, yeah, the things that I did were easy, but they were quite time consuming. Like Her fuck- they were, they took a long time to do, but they're, yeah, they were easy, but so was yours. And both of our lists were pretty short so I like I don't know why you're so angry I don't want to sound like an asshole or anything and I'm sure that uh, some of my friends are probably gonna you know be pissed at me but that sounds like women in the back of the house oh lord prepping fighting over bullshit you guys were about to go at it cat fight I mean no she's always on me about like some sort of bullshit and I don't know maybe I shouldn't just like laugh at her maybe that's probably something that I should work on but she just like at all times she's always like constantly just like did you do this as she's watching me do it I'm like why are you asking me you're watching me do it and, and she's <laughs> like, not she's not a supervisor or anything she's your equal uh huh wow 
And I'm just like, why? Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't understand her at all. And so I just kind of ignore it and laugh at her. Well, you still have a job and you haven't had your meeting yet with your chef. So no. are you going to ask when he's going to have a meeting with you and sit down and tell you if you're doing a good job or a bad job or if you're fired, if you're getting promoted, anything like that? How long have you been there? Four months. Do you know where she's at? Um, she told me, but I was drunk. She's at Altura. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually eaten there. How was it? It was good, actually. And that was surprisingly. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Anyway, I was there once. She hadn't had a good meal. Yeah, it was good. Oh. Yeah, so she's at Altura. But this, yeah. this was a year and a half ago. Um, I don't know if it's the same chef. Yeah, it's this chef, chef owner. owner. Okay, there you go. Yeah. He's up for a James Beard award again. He this is. Year? Really? Nominated for a James Beard? Okay. Second, at least second time. Never won, though? Scared of him? No. <laughs> Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Huh? Is that his only yeah. Is that his only eatery? Uh, Here in Seattle, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. but he has others. What? Where? Oh no! I no no! I I don't think he owned anything else. What's okay, actually? so this is his staple. This is staple, his yeah. signature restaurant. Okay, yeah, it's a pretty nice one. It's not here. easy to win it's... a James Beard, Robbie. It's not as easy as we think. Yeah. Oh, I got nominated. I want a James Beard. I know James Beard award winners. <laughs> They're nice guys. I think I know yeah. two, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even really know them. I've just met them or eaten at their establishments. Okay. I... Can't even, but it's not. Oh, like no. It's not yeah, like they're handing James those Beard. things out. I've eaten a James Beard award. All right, now shall we move on to Altura? I thought we move were talking on. about Altura. I mean, not Altura. I was like uh, Honey Hole. Honey Hole. Oh, Honey yes. Hole. Honey yeah, Hole. Yeah, what's going on at the hole? Yeah. Oh man, you know, just up there whipping up the sandos. I don't know. Actually, I went to get a haircut a couple weeks ago, and Robbie bought me lunch while I was there. Yeah, yeah. that's what's up. It was tasty. I actually had to pay for it, too. Why? Wow. I thought it was under your employee benefits. No, uh-uh, man. You know, they don't rock like that. Oh, Lord. Huh. Which is nice. Dude, I, I had mean. money. I could have bought my own sandwich. No, no, I got you, man. You you deserved it, man. You buy me enough drinks. Well, it was my birthday, so. <laughs> oh, yes. Happy birthday, by, by the way. By the way, great birthday Thank party. You. It was yeah. really nice. Yeah. It was fun. That was fun. Those it's are good chocolates. Very love from Belltown. Yeah. Much love, yeah. yeah. I like those people. They're pretty well, great. Some of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good. I'm, I'm at the point now to where, I mean, there's not really any much hiring go unless I want to be management. And I don't know if there's a position available. There's not much more that entails the management position. But what I was talking about the other day is that I do want to start getting into more learning the numbers and the ordering and all that stuff. Like so, inventory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on the line. So right. I'm not involved in that. That's 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 management. Right, of course. I'm not management, but even though I'm not management, I want to learn and I'm one of the only people there that knows every single position that's there. Robbie, you've run I've known you what? 8 years now. You've run a lot of lines. You're telling me you've never done inventory for any No, 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 no. No, 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 no. For Honeyhole specifically. For them. Okay. Yes. I was going to yeah. say. They like, go I'm very very interested about their ordering because they go through a lot, a lot, a lot of meat, a lot, a lot of bread. I mean, I spoke to you about yeah. trying to get bread. Oh, yeah, we mm-hmm. haven't even gotten into, the, into you. But yeah, so I, I'm wanting to speak with some of my managers and see if I can just make, come in early, you know, do it off the clock, just learn. I don't want anybody there to think Observe. I'm a suck up or trying to step on their toes. I'm just interested about learning. That's all I, you know, I care about is learning the process. I don't want anybody having a one step ahead of me. I, I want to. Yeah. yeah. So, Honestly, I, you know, I'm surprised you're actually still there because, you know, at the risk of, <laughs> at risk of sounding insulting, you know, I've, I've eaten at a lot of places that you have actually worked at. And for me, and this is no disrespect to Honey Hole whatsoever, but for me, it's just kind of like a step down from some of the places you've, I mean, you've worked in some great open kitchens. Yeah. Um, some really great, I mean, 
it's I, it's just, it's just kind of going back from actually cooking and and adding bold flavors together and presenting a pretty plate as opposed to making a sandwich. Okay, we'll see. The, Nothing uh, against sandwiches. No, no, no. So, and I've spoke with and for all our listeners out there, um, it uh, it's not a. St- I don't believe it's a step down. I believe it's no. it's it's an act of of fairness and equality in the industry. Okay. And what happens is is that when I worked at some of those finer dining establishments, I was stressed. I was on drugs. I was drinking all the time. I had a, her- a terrible relationship with you know you know my ex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because my work life sucked. I hated my job. I was stressed out. I love cooking, which is a shame because you were really good at it. Yeah, still am. Come on now. <laughs> no, I didn't mean, I, well, yeah. Um, but the thing about it is, is like I work at Honey Hole where the owners are present. They're involved in their business day to day. Day to day. That's cool. Um. I can also be a detriment, but yeah. exactly. But they're cool. Um, they pay me a fair wage. Okay, I get two breaks, and I get a lunch, which is unheard of. It's not. I don't understand that. Yeah, at all. Uh, and they make sure they see to it that we're 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 taken care of. I get. I walk away. I'm not going to say how much I walk away with in tips. But That's important. I walk away with good cash every day. Hey. We don't have a. We don't really have a front of the house. We have a cashier. And I work with people. I mean, I thought it was going to be more laid back than what it is, but no. I mean, people think they're making uh, back there making uh, breakthroughs in science, but really, we're making sandwiches. Are you working day shift or night shift? Or? Day. Come on, okay, baby. I know that's right. Got my nights off. Be hanging out with you, right? So that's what's up with Honey Hole. I'm just trying to step it up and learn uh, a little bit more. And now we'll move on to you. Now, yes. will you tell our guest why, uh, besides just being my friend, I think you're entertaining as hell. Uh, you're, but, you're one of the best. <laughs> but what what it is you actually do? Well, I actually work for a company called Alki Bakery. And they've been around since 1985, started off on the beach. But most people- Alki Beach, that is Seattle, Washington. Alki Beach, Seattle, Washington. Thank you. Um, most people think we're still over there and baking out of an easy bake oven, you know, or like this little, <laughs> this little company over there. But um, since I've joined the company eight years ago, uh, it's grown tremendously. And in 1992, they opened up their second cafe in Georgetown. Um, and since then, the wholesale business has changed. You know, you have a lot more coffee shops popping up and, you know, that's where I come in. That's the one thing about being in sales in the baking industry, I never have to worry about job security because you're always going to need a fucking scone with that latte. <laughs> that, <laughs> this that, is Seattle. That's yeah. where that's where I come in. Um, so you know this company has grown quite tremendously, and now we're down in the Kent Valley. Actually, uh, one reason for cheaper rent, and another reason it's it's centrally located for distribution means as far you know we go as far south as Olympia and as far north as Bellingham. Wow. So Kent is kind of in the middle there where we can just get the trucks onto I five and get them up and down the highway to deliver all of our products. Uh, you know, I, I love this company. I love this family. I was actually a customer of this company before they recruited me to come on board, and um, we've we've done quite well. Um, you know, I certainly make a decent living out of it, and I can't see that. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, I, I'm very happy being there. I'm working on some really really big new projects, and it keeps me busy. It does. Um, and how long you been with them? It it was eight years in October. Damn, it's been that long. And you know, surprisingly, it's funny you should bring me up about how long I've been getting all these messages on LinkedIn. Um, I got one from Jarrell yesterday, actually. It's my 20th anniversary of working in the baking industry in Seattle, Washington. Right? Wow. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. I grew up in the baking industry here. Where were you before? I was in Philadelphia, outside of Philadelphia, um, where I grew up. I'm from Pennsylvania. And um, I was in the restaurant industry back there. Allentown. I worked worked for a... uh, uh, 
an Italian family called the Bellatieri's, and they're still close to my heart. I'm st- they treated me like I was a member of the family, and I'm still really close to all of them, including Louis, the owner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was managing their, um, I was doing front of the house at their signature restaurant in Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is one of the most delicious and famous restaurants of that area. You know, they've been having their recipes cooking over a hundred years of the recipes, but they've Dang. been in that area for 50, 50 years, I think. So, um, very, very proud to be a part of the Bellatieri clan. And actually it was Louis Bellatieri who taught me how to be successful. And, and he actually is one of my mentors and got me to be where I am today. You know, it's, it, this is what I always say, and I shouldn't tip my hand to this, but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> and you know, he, this is a little bit of a, um, a continuation of what he taught me. And it, it's 50% knowledge, 20% charm and 30% bullshit. That's right. That makes, We've a, talked about yeah. this that makes a good salesman. And that's yeah. true. I mean, let's be honest. There are nights where I'm out like with Robbie and it's midnight. And at that point I've got one of my <laughs> alter egos out, see the rocks stumbling through Belltown and people are like, don't you work at seven o'clock in the morning? Yeah, I'll get there and whatever. And people wonder, how do I get up and do it? Actually, I've landed some of my best accounts hungover, which is kind of embarrassing. Sorry, Jim DeFazio, if you ever hear this, my boss, but um, I do my best work when I'm loose. And the only way, Way, you know, to do that is to go out and, you know, li- my, my motto is live hard, work hard, play hard. That's my motto. Well, that's the motto in the industry. It really yeah. is. I you mean, know, and I live by it. You I break do. your ass all night. You bust your ass. You get in a fight. You start fights with people, but you go in, you sweat it out on the line in the morning. Um, Get get all that out of you, and then when it's time for service, you better be you better be ready. You better be ready. Better. I don't want to hear you bitching about your route. You had a late last night. Everybody had a late night last night. Yeah, went through. Everybody went through some shit. Yep. See, but in sales, it's hard Altogether. to do that because you're actually in front of the person. You can't hide behind the line and be like, oh, damn, I'm toe up. No, you actually are talking to these people. You know, it's funny. I landed University of Puget Sound is a college on the south end. And I remember that like it was yesterday. It was five years ago. And I swear, I don't know where we were at Buddha or somewhere. And I maybe even Juju. And I should not have gone to work and I should have canceled that appointment. But yeah. it was the only <laughs> chance I was going to get in front of these people. Put a little of that white out in my eye, walked into that bitch, and I fucking nailed it. And I always, I love to tell that story because I landed that university when I was pretty much was three sheets to the wind. Now, what is your, what's your biggest, I mean, now explain to people what you do. What, what, what's your, I wholesale. Your position. My position is a sales manager. And, um, you know, I have a very small team. Um, how, so, how large is your bakery? How many people, how many employees do you have? How many different, you know, uh, locations do you serve? Like what, what, what kind of numbers? Okay. Do you that's, that's a run. On? That's a rundown. So, um, <laughs> we're just trying, I'm trying to give the listeners an, an idea about idea. how big your bakery is because okay. not everybody is listening is in Seattle. Right. That's true. Well, in the Ken Valley where our Shout bakery is, we, um, we, uh, operate out of a 26,000 square foot facility. We've got about 120 to 130 employees, including everyone. Uh, but this is one thing that most people don't know about Alki Bakery. We actually have a catering and a savory division. So we actually, we're not just a wholesale bakery. Tell me more about the savory division. The yes. savory division. Now, I'm in charge of that as well because I'm the one who's actually out pounding the pavement and hustling it. Uh, we have a full service salad and sandwich grab and go line, which you can see at SeaTac Airport, um, probably in. 15 to 20 different locations for different um, retail outlets in the airport. That's awesome. It really is awesome. And actually, um, the sandwich and salad lines made me a lot of money, to be honest with you. I just did a presentation for about an hour and a half this morning for a rather large corporation here that was founded here in the area. I'm not allowed to say who it is, but... um, Does it rhyme with... 
Lartux? No, it, it, it rhymes. It rhymes with sewing. But uh, <laughs> I'll let you people figure out what that means. Um, so I'm hoping. I'm hoping I land that one. That's a pretty. <laughs> that's a pretty big um, iron in the fire. And uh, I thought the presentation went really well. You know, our product sells itself. I got to admit, I, it's good. It's good stuff. Good stuff. I, ha- I like. I it like is. it. I have to stand behind something in order to sell it. And and I stand by that. If I think it's a crap product or I couldn't, if I don't want to eat it myself. How the hell am I going to go out and sell it? I mean, you can only bullshit so much. The product's got to follow up. You know, it's got to back up your bullshit. So um, now, not only now, hold on. Now, not only is Sean the reason why I also have Sean on here. Besides, he does play a major role. This is an industry show mm-hmm. for everybody in the entire industry. I'm going to have a dishwasher on here pretty soon. I'm going to have a host, but yeah, I'm going to have purveyors, people that you work servers exactly. But mm-hmm. you, but you work, you know, all aspects behind of the, the scenes. Yes. You know, you're selling baked goods to mass market. Mm-hmm. You know, which is those bakers are still considered part of the industry. They know what it's like to be slaving well, away in front. They're of the backbone, oven. exactly. Without them, I have no job. But For besides sure. that, Sean is one of the biggest food snobs I've ever met in my entire <laughs> fucking life. Yes. Uh, he's yes. very, very hard to please. When we go to a restaurant, he's very, very, very well, I'm picky. I'm pretty picky. That is true. Um, also, he, he he's a great home cook. I have cooked many and many parties. Wonderful large scale parties. Uh, he plays chef, I play Sue. At the house, yeah. And we handle that shit. Robbie Knock pushes it out. me. Yep. Get it done. We're, he's always freaking out. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like, we got this. We it's going to be cool. Then we got this. Nothing. And I'm like, oh my God, guests are going to be here. Come on, Robbie. <laughs> RIP our friend Greg Nard, but we'd always have him to you know peel our garlic for us, yep. send him to the store to pick up an ingredient. But yep. that's another reason why I have Sean on the show. He's very, very, very picky. So anyway, back to uh, Alki Bakery. So yeah, um, like I said, it's a great living. I, I love the products that we sell. It, the, the majority of them... I would say about 85% of them are all natural, mixed from scratch. We still are working on, I mean, and everything is, everything except for the cake line is um, trans fat free. We are still working on transferring some oils out of the cake line uh, that we're still dealing with and developing new recipes. But, um, you know, there's another large retailer that we do business with that I definitely can't mention who it is, but it's private label. It's their label, but we create the products for them. 33 stores nice. here in Washington and Port wow. and the Oregon market. And um, Where's it packaged at? We have to, packaged in our facility. And you use Dang. their label. We use their label. They Whoa. What happens is they send us the specs, we create the label, and we have our guy print it. That's awesome. Girl, how long sick, mister? It's going to be about eight minutes. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Right. Wow. Um, I don't know. How long do these things usually last these shows? <laughs> <laughs> Are they segments? Do you understand what our show, the name of our show means? Oh, the seven minutes? Is that what that pertain to the timeline? Oh, well, you got me on the show, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> the, steak, the, steak, the steak is going to be overdone tonight, okay? I'm just telling you that. <laughs> so bear with us, people. We've got a lot to cover. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So, Alki Bakery, um, give us, give, give the folks, give them, give them some contact information, maybe, you know, where they, some of their products you can find some of the products at and some of your favorite items that they, that they have. You know, what we're really known for is the cinnamon roll. Uh, back in the eighties, when they first opened up the cafe over in Alki beach before or after church, people would come over to the beach and this honest to God's truth. We would sell 30 dozen cinnamon rolls before lunch out the door. And this was, I mean, this place was probably what, 2000, 2,500 square feet that bakery was um, so we were known for the cinnamon roll and probably second after that would be the the English tea scones uh, our chef is from England and he created this and it's more of a biscuit scone shout out your chef it 
Tony. We love you, Tony Rayner. He's actually now retired down in Arizona, sitting by his pool at the ripe age of 68, um, doing really, really well. He opened a chocolate shop actually down there. So if you're ever in Flagstaff down in um, Arizona, stop by Rayner Chocolate Shop. And pick up pick up a big bag of meth. <laughs> or something. <laughs> meth in a stone. Meth in a stone. But a cinnamon roll. Cinnamon roll is what we're actually known for, so... You know, you can actually find us in the retail markets. Um, you know, if you're ever in a Tully's Coffee, those pastries are ours. Um, or except right. for the tea loaves, those are not mine. That's the competitors. Oh, with those people. Tully's. We're not, we're not giving them a shout out. But Metropolitan Market, we do a lot of private label stuff for. University of Washington is one of my large accounts. Um, the Hilton Group, um, all the Hilton and Doubletrees in town. I remember when you got that account. Actually, yeah, absolutely. And they've treated me quite well over the years. It's been like six or seven Trust years Trust me, now. I know every time Sean lands a big account, because we'd be going out We'd party. be going out. <laughs> so true. It's so true. Space Needle, right up the road here. Oh, that's um, right. They do a lot of our stuff. Um, Shout out Space Needle from some Bumbershoot tickets. Oh, yes. Thank you, Space. Actually, they don't supply those to me. I thought they hooked you No, up. that comes from Bumbershoot themselves. Like, <laughs> donate directly to Bumbershoot. They eat the Danish, we get in for free. Oh. That's what happens. That's a good hookup. So yeah, the fairies. I was I was I was hella psyched when I saw your oh, product on the fairies. Duh, the uh, Washington State Ferry System Olympic Cascade, um, which actually that contract's up for bid next Friday. Get um, it, son. We um, we've been supplying the ferry systems for nine years now. It's before my tenure. It's not my account. It's my boss's. But um, we do quite well. Yes. Yeah, so if you're ever on a Washington State Ferry. Olympic Cascade. Right. I'm on there quite often now. You'll see the Alki Bakery products. That's right. Uh, Hillel's got herself a man now. Did you know that? What, we're Bainbridge, Bremerton, <laughs> Silverdale? Down in Bremerton area. Okay, yeah. then. Military guy? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, how did oh, I know that? <laughs> <laughs> got herself a man in uniform. That a girl. He's a, I seen him with his shirt too. off, man. He's a Muay Thai fighter. <laughs> You've been creeping on his page. All day. <laughs> oh, Lord. I know. I was just happened to be in line to go see Deadpool, and she was inside with her man at IMAX. I didn't even oh, know. Oh, nice. So he was over here. He comes over here a lot? Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. And yeah. uh, she just snuck him away. Didn't even introduce me to him. I didn't nice. even know you were there. Mm, well, there. how long have you guys been dating? <sighs> At least three months, four months. Okay. Like that okay. Yet. Latino, right? It's like it's coming into something. Yeah, Latin that. lover? Yeah. Are you into the spicy? Is that you? I am. Okay. Okay. I'm an equal opportunity lover, so you know, whatever. It doesn't go for me, but primarily blondes. I'm an an animal lover. You're an animal lover? I'm an animal lover. There you go. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the new love. Right, right. Thank you. All right. uh, So now that we got all that stuff out of the way, let's get into the nitty gritty (laughs) of what's up. All right. Let's 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 shoot the shit real quick. Fire questions. Um, What's your who's your favorite chef? Oh. You know, I know this is going to sound cheesy and just I'm just going to say it because I, I follow everything that he does. Uh, I'm going to have to say Gordon Ramsay. I am. I, I really am. And not just because and I don't just watch his cooking shows on TV. I, I, I read his books. I follow him on YouTube as well. Um, matter of fact, I like I mentioned earlier before the show started, I made my first beef Wellington and I followed his tutorial to a T and it came out pretty damn good. I, I was pretty impressed for my first try. Yeah. It looked good. I was happy on your Instagram. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I've ever followed a tutorial for cooking. It's the first time I ever did that, Robbie. Uh, first time I've ever did that. Me first either. time. But you know that's a process. That's a prep process. And when you're trying something for the first, it's all time, learning. You know, it, it is learning. Especially beef Wellington, man. Yeah. That is like you. You need to study up on that. Yeah, and you learn from your mistakes. And, and there were some some mistakes that I didn't make. I certainly didn't wrap it tight enough, um, twist it tight enough to get, yeah. get the compact. Really mul- yeah. So yeah. that's one error, that technical error that I got to work on. But the flavors were there and it was, trust me, it was bomb. Good. Nice. Um, what, uh, what's your favorite restaurant to eat at in um, Seattle? 
Oh, I know where you're going to go. There's only one place that's always been my favorite restaurant for 20 years is the Metropolitan Grill. Mm. Which is on, uh, what? Third? Second in University? Second in University. Yeah. Down there somewhere? Marion? Second in Marion. Yeah. We've dropped some major coins. But I mean, that's oh, a steakhouse. That's a steakhouse. So I should try to pick something else as well. Hello, why don't you tell us what you like and then I'll think of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, still, I, my current place I work, it's like, it's so good. I love it so much. I think that's such a fucking cop out. Uh, Almost every fucking guest we've had on here is like, I'm going to have to say um, the place that I work, Tuna. uh, R.I.P. Tuna's job at, (laughs) uh, where was he at? Republic. Tuna came in here and we were like, where's your favorite place to work? And he's like, it's got to be, my favorite chef is my chef and my work. My favorite place to eat is Mm -hmm. my work. And then lo and behold, Three weeks later, the chef fired him from his place. You know, I got to say, I've had good experiences at Republic, though. Yeah, it's a great place. Uh, it's a good place mm. to eat. Um, um, my favorite fuss spot. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, I, I can't remember the name of it. It's on the corner of 105th and Greenwood. I can't remember the name of it. Great, I know which place that is. That's a really good place. Super good spot. Their I know a spot like that so I used killer. to love, and I don't care for it anymore. They sold. Michael sold. Um, but Branzino, back in the day, they fucked up, was a man. decent rest. I loved going there, and it's just it's just not the same. I mean, it's not bad. I I, I know I don't want to put their business out, put their business uh, out on air, but I, I mean, will. They yeah. went through. They went through. They've had a lot of problems. Uh, I don't know if it's a lot of turnover. They, you know? Well, they've sold it. They they got sold. Not the same owners. I know that they couldn't pay. I don't even want. I don't want to. Put you know when it was really the good in the beginning. When I, I want to say her name was Ashley. I can't remember, but she made it to Top Chef. She won Top Chef. No, no. She came in eighth place. You're thinking of the other woman. I can't remember her name. From Branzino. And she, went and she won and went to New York. No, she went to New York with her girlfriend and opened up her own restaurant. But she placed like sixth or eighth because we were pissed when she got knocked off the show. I remember because I'm a Top Chef junkie. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you will never question me on the, the Top Chef. Um <laughs> By the way, back to your question, I'm a big Tom Colicchio fan, too. I ate at his restaurant oh, in Vegas. I ate at Kraft, and it was pretty good, but I keep naming all these damn steakhouses. Listen, people, I eat a lot of ribeye. I eat a lot <laughs> of steak. I do. Okay. Um, but yeah, Branzino. No, not anymore. Next. Not anymore. No Branzino. <laughs> Robbie, where do you like to eat? You go out and about. Where are you at? I mean, I like trying new restaurants. That's my favorite thing, and uh, I don't know. I really like that new um uh, Greek restaurant up on the hill that Uzo. Uh, have you guys mm. been there yet? I haven't been there. There's I haven't a, either. There's a place next door that um, sells. Uh, they do international street food from all over the world. Oh, cool! Uh, it's called Hugh. I believe I've talked about it on the show before. You have talked about that. Um, on the show. It's pretty cool. If you if you want to check it out, um, they take street food from around the world and they cross it with each other. Oh. So I'll take street food from Italy and street food from Thailand and they'll create a new and fusion. And uh, the fusion. What a great concept. It is. And I talked to the you know the management there and asked them how they came up with the concept and, and basically the owners there took their retirement and they took all the, their favorite street foods from around the world and they created a menu and went to a chef and said, Make this happen. You brought that menu in. I did, and I talked about it. they have balut on yeah. the they have balut on the menu. Mm. Um, I mean, they have all sorts of really, really, really good stuff, and they they had really good wings. You know, they have f- like four different kinds of wings. I were... can get down on a good chicken wing now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm I'm already trying to put that on the list. <laughs> okay, it's the truth. I'm half black. Okay, yeah, now I... so you're from you're from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yes. Um. So what's what's your what's your stance on Philly cheesesteaks? 
Mm, oh, that's a good question. This is a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, I shouldn't really be the point to ask that question because there are there are several versions of the cheese. You shouldn't even get to talk about being from Philadelphia because you root for the Giants. Well, that's true. You root for Duke. That's true. <laughs> and I'm a Lakers fan since 80, 82. No, that is true. But no, um, you know, there's so many variations of the cheesecake, even with the cheesesteak, even within Pennsylvania. You know, I grew up 40 minutes outside of Philadelphia, and um, they put sauce on top of their cheesesteaks. Pizza sauce. And, yeah. Red like sauce? A, like a red sauce. Yeah. But, you know, you go to Philly and that's frowned upon. You know, it's just onions, meat, and the whiz or provolone. That That's a whole other show because that debate will just go back and it's forth whiz. for hours. It, it, it's whiz. It's whiz. With it's onions. Whiz. With onions and the meat. And then that's it. But let's be honest. For me, I don't know how you guys feel about the sandwich. You know, Robbie, you're in that industry now. <laughs> um, it's all about the bread. It really starts it is with all the about bread. The it starts with the bread. And back there is a huge company called Amoroso. And they actually have it shipped even out here. FSA carries it frozen, believe it or not. Really? Uh, yeah. But the Amoroso roll with the semolina dust on the bottom. Oh, my God. It's one of the best tasting hoagie rolls. If you don't know what a hoagie is, it's a grinder in the Midwest. It's uh, what do they call it out here? I don't know what the fuck they call it out here. A hoagie. Uh, yeah. They don't call it a hoagie out here. Well, you're, you're from the East. That's why. Oh. At no, any rate. No, oh, they call I've it a always... sub. Excuse oh. me. It's a sub. Um, Subway fresh. But um, yeah, your your submarine, your hoagie, your grinder, it's the best role for that product. And, and it's a pretty good Armoroso. Great company. Absolutely. Hmm. I want to go back to just real quick. I want to go back to talk about a new restaurant that I want to check out. And I I believe it's an American cuisine. But, um, you know, we went to Joey Nix's art show the other week. Shout and, out Joey Nix. And uh, after we left his show, we went to go get a drink and want to stay in Pioneer Square. So uh, Jessica said, let's go try this place, our friend Jessica. And... Um, it's called Good Bar. Yeah. And it's on the corner of Second and Yesler, I believe. And it used to be a bank. And they converted it into huh. a restaurant. Really cool concept as far as the interior. I love the interior. Very clean, white, uh, pretty chic. Did you eat? I didn't eat, but we had drinks. But I'll tell you what. The <laughs> smells coming out of that kitchen. I said immediately, I was like, I've got to come back here and have dinner. Because well, you don't go to Pioneer Square that often to eat. I will go there just to eat that. Well, I mean. Uh, it's something new. Brendan Flynn goes down there all the time. I mean, well, actually, I sent him a text while we were sitting there. I mean, <laughs> I said, we got to go check out this place called Good Bar. He was like, oh, it's a good bar? Is that what it's named? I was like, no, it's called Good Bar. Damn the weather has damn good food. I don't know if you've ever been there either. I've never even heard of it. Um, there's also that Mexican restaurant. Oh man, I feel bad, the owner. Not that one on 5th and Blanchard. No, it's all, It's in Occidental Park. Oh, okay. Down there. It's in the old... I really don't either. Honey. It's in the old Tats uh, location. Oh, okay. Great back patio. Uh, the... Uh, fuck Isn't I, that where Dude's Cheesesteak Place was? Colazzi's. Yeah, Colazzo's or whatever. Colazzi's. He's actually now on... Fourth and University. Well, we yeah, and he's got another place on Airport Way. We've actually had this argument uh, with uh, another guest. Well, not the guest, but Keith, who used to produce our show, yeah. who runs the Soundcasting Network. Mm-hmm. Um, he he swears by Colazzi's. It's a damn good cheesecake uh, for Seattle. He yeah, he for thinks Seattle. it's the best. He thinks it's the best. As in, in Seattle, America. In Seattle. Oh, in Seattle, in America. <laughs> I, I will say this: it's better than Tats. It's definitely better than Tats. You know, a Tats is great. Tats is a great sandwich place. It's a great sandwich shop. And those folks are from Pennsylvania. But I'll tell you what, I don't think it's the best cheesesteak that I've had in Seattle, personally. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, there is a place, actually, if you want to talk about great sandwiches, hot sandwiches, there's a place in Shoreline off Aurora called um, 
Grinders, I think it's what it's called. And they're out of Pittsburgh. Those people are out of Pittsburgh. They, I mean, they have a big pot of stewing onions on the back. That's the first thing that hits you in the face when Ooh. you walk in. So delicious. It literally takes 20 minutes to get a sandwich out of those people. The service isn't that fast, but they take care and love in making these sandwiches. Really, really great place. You ever get a chance to try that place? Did up? you hear that Paseo got ranked number three sandwich in the United States of America? I'm shocked by that, actually. Number three. Who, whose list was it? Was it Eater? It was Eater. I, Eater or Thrillist? Uh, it was, yeah, I think it was Thrillist. You might be correct. Yeah. I know we posted on our page. You Number know what, three. You know what my problem with Paseo is right now? What's the problem? What? This that is sandwich problem. is a damn good it's sandwich. A good it's, a, sandwich. It's, a, it's a great sandwich. It's those onions, man. It's a great yeah. sandwich. It's a great sandwich, but there's one component that has changed since the, they revamped and reopened. It has new owners now, right? After the big yeah, shutdown? Yeah, new owners, yeah. yeah. They are using, um, you know, not to trash a competitor of mine, um, and they're really not a competitor because they're a bread company and I'm a morning pastry company and dessert house, so this isn't really a competitor, but Macrina, who is a big hype and all the rage. Macrina's great, man. Served in every restaurant out here. Um, We'll get get into the best bread here in a second. Um, But at any rate, they switched to the Giuseppe roll that Macrina makes, and, you know, personally for me, I thought it was the wrong roll to use for that sandwich. It's too toothy. It's too hard, it will rip the top of your tongue, not the top of your tongue, top roof of, your, of your roof mouth. of your mouth. It literally, that's how rustic this thing is. I was like, I could build a house with this thing. It's just, <laughs> I don't think it's a good product personally. And since we're on the subject of bread, you know what my favorite bread in Seattle and very well might be my favorite bread of all time that I've ever eaten in my life. Essential Baking Company, who actually is a competitor of mine. Mm. Essential's delicious. Essential's Rosemary yeah. Diamant is the best damn bread you're ever going to have with the salt on top. You can get that. You can get the, the thing. Essential, you can find that shit everywhere. Now you it's can't because they're huge. QFC. They're huge. Yeah. I don't know. I really like Dahlia's bread. Do you really like? Oh, but see, Dahlia Dahlia's, Bakery. But see, Dahlia is a very, they only it's have the good. retail setting. They don't wholesale. No, they wholesale. No, they started. Where they, have you seen their bread uh, in a they're, grocery they're store? Cooking, oh, they're cooking. For, no, they're cooking for all sorts of restaurants and oh, stuff. Oh, for other now. restaurants. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. They moved. So I didn't know they that. just moved into uh, that Cantina Lena. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. huge. They they're not just at Gigantic Dahlia Lounge anymore. Gigantic. And now they're moving huge. into a warehouse space. Well, it's Tom Douglas. So I mean, name alone, his products will sell themselves. I know that, but that's good to know. You know, I've only had their challah. That's the only bread that I've oh, ever had so from there. Um, someone was making a French toast we had for brunch one time, and they bought a Italian. It was, it was definitely light and buttery and delicious. I tried to speak, so I tried to speak with one of my mans and them at, uh, <laughs> who works for Dahlia uh, to see if they could break us some kind of deal for the sandwiches, for the bread up at um, Honey Hole. Uh, they just couldn't get the price down. They're just not that big yet. It's they just don't have. It's a different customer. I can't even get the baguette price down for Honey Hole to buy it That's for right, the price yeah. that they're getting. And we have a damn good baguette. We just buy which so you many. actually can get on every sandwich made at Metropolitan Markets. It's all. <laughs> just thought it's, I'd throw that it's in all there. Alki bread. <laughs> the baguette sandwiches in in the uh, case where they actually display it, and then they go and they panini press it. Those yeah. baguettes are all. Alki Bakery. Now, how much yeah. how much are you involved in in uh, research and development? I used to be involved quite a bit because the um, back then the chef in the beginning of my tenure would allow me to come back and learn, and he teach me. But then Tony retired, and then Dan took over, who was the production manager, and he did R and D, and he allowed me to follow along and play because I have ideas. You know, I've been in the industry twenty years now, and um, but now we have this new guy, John Leg, who I love, and I'm getting along with really, really well. And coincidentally, he worked for he was Essential Bakeries. Pastry chef, oh. and uh, we obtained him, and he started working for us January fifth of two thousand fifteen. So he's been with us for a year, but he's kind of like 
like a, a guru. So he's like, nope, stay out of the R&D kitchen, Sean. This is not what you do. You go sell it. So I, I, I don't have very – I have very little to do with the actual research and developing. But as far as the concepts and ideas, I'm very much a part of that. Because I get all the feedback from the street and what's trending, what certain clients want. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, one of the reasons I was late to this is because I was at Metropolitan Market and we just discussed an entire new muffin line with all kinds of funky flavors and just new concepts. And that's why it took so long to get here. Give uh, us one of those funky flavors. Yeah. Um, Toss it out there. Well, they're playing, with, they're, they're playing <laughs> with this bacon chive. And this is a muffin. Yeah, right? not a biscuit. Not that's a biscuit. This is a muffin, not a biscuit. It's bacon chive. Uh, Vidalia onions and something else was in there and I was like who's gonna eat this for morning and then I thought about it driving over here I was like man I'll eat that shit you put for a, morning you put a cream cheese frosting on there oh my god money do you know what else yeah. they brought up Robbie while we were there um, god I hope people don't certain people don't hear this but I don't care <laughs> cause I'm gonna sell it and make money but um Oddfellows came up and that whole egg and a biscuit situation. Oh, what that? Yeah, what are those called? They're called something, but it's it's basically a biscuit. It's like a biscuit muffin with a hard boiled egg egg in the middle, uh, baked in the middle. So basically, the way you do it. I can't remember. We had talked about this years ago. I think three or four years ago, and I asked the secret of how they did that, and they just take a soft boiled egg. And then they so is it soft boiled and then they put in the biscuit? Yeah. so it's not a raw egg. No, it's not a raw egg. And then okay. soft boiled like four or five minutes. Okay, and then they put wrap the dough about it and they put it in the oven. Gotcha. And then it bakes through. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just, it's a it's a that great shit, product. That shit's my good. bosses weren't impressed. I drove up there and bought like three or four of them. Took them down to the team meeting. They were like, eh, it's okay. You got to eat them warm, right? But see, now Met Market wants to. They actually want to. They want to supply this thing to their customers in their grab and go. So yeah. we're we're gonna try to play with it. Yeah. Now shout out to Oddfellas. I was there this morning uh, and got a. Oh, me and my lady got an Americano, and then the homie Jordan shout out gave me a a Nutella Pop Tart. Ooh. It was a pastry, you know, a Nutella with Nutella on the inside of it, <laughs> and it was out of straight out of their bait case. Um, now they're supplying Elliott Bay Bookstore next door. Uh, oh, that's right. They moved up to Capitol Hill. Yeah. They used to be in Pioneer Square. And they have their own cafe in the back now. They do. Uh, they do they readings and time. music. And, uh, you know, Leonard Shang did a partnership, and it's like they're, it's Little Odd Fellows. It, there was a write up about it in The Stranger not too long yeah. ago, actually. I think, well, actually, it's in the fall. But. And so they're making all their sandwiches and all their baked goods, and then they're selling them next door at the bookshop. Well, that's which great. Is, it's great. It's very you know, cool. expanding, whatever. It's more work for the homies, but. Mm, that's true. That place is, uh, I love it so much, but mm-hmm. man, those there's stairs. There's two sets of stairs. You got to go, and, and it's two shifts. So you have to change out every single thing online. And take it all the way downstairs to the uh, walk-in, and then you got to bring all your st- all your mise en place. Don't they have one of those elevator no nope. jiggers? No, I mean that building's the Oddfellows building. It's over a hundred years that old. That building man. is old. Yeah, what am I thinking? They do have. They do Sounds have. Sounds terrible. Now, if it was upstairs, they have an elevator that goes upstairs to the Century uh, Ballroom. Oh, right, where we saw. Yeah, 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 but not in the basement. Wow. Yeah, it sucks. That sounds And terrible. I can't imagine those steps are not steep. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're not fun. I mean, you're carrying, unless you want to make 100 trips up and down the stairs, you're trying to take as much as you can down right. with you. And if you've, forgive me if you've forgot something online or you forgot to prep something to run during all service there. all the way down and then look in the walk-in. You know, it takes four or five times to find mm-hmm. something in that damn walk-in. I'm sure you've overlooked pies many a time. Especially when you're in a hurry and the line's mm-hmm. busy. Yep. Yeah. You can't focus. All right, so we're 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 about wrapped up on the show. I wish we could talk for a lot longer, but we're gonna have you. We're gonna we're gonna sit you in for a second show. We're gonna record a second show. Right on. But uh, that's gonna bring us to ingredient of the week. Bam. 
<laughs> Thanks for having me. Okay. Uh, we let Sean uh, pick out ingredient of the week. So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners what, what we're going to be making. We were talking about a play on meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to you want to tell you, tell the guests uh, you tell the folks at home how how to make a, how to make a meatball? Oh, I actually got to tell them. Yeah. yeah. Google that shit. No, no. your meatball. Well, I I want to deal with the chicken. I want to produce a chicken meatball, and it's in a Tuscan cream sauce, which I actually made at one of my dinner parties not too long ago. Ground chicken, parsley, fennel seed, obviously a little bit of garlic. Uh, let's see what else am I missing? Breadcrumb, egg, of course. And I think that's basically it as far as the actual ball goes. And then, of course, the um, the cheese sauce is nothing similar than just bringing your um, heavy cream, Parmesan cheese. And you can use pecorino. I mean, you can use whatever you like to use. And you just whisk that cheese in there until that shit becomes thick and delicious. And Bob's your uncle. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's his That's his tomato. I mean, his tomato. His, <laughs> his, uh, meatball. his meatball in a uh, Tuscan cream sauce. Tuscan cream sauce. Hello, you want to rock this? Yeah, um, I'm going to do a turkey meatball. All right, the healthy um, one over here. Yeah, trying, sort of. Um, yeah, turkey, um, just like Sean said, breadcrumbs, egg, um, salt, pepper, parsley, thyme, and oregano. Um, mix it all up. Nice balls. Um, <laughs> nice balls. <laughs> I love the oregano add-on. That's a, actually a great herb to use in a meatball. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was smart. Um, so you want to bake them off into like, um, what do you say? Like, what, what kind of, what's golf a good ball? size? Golf, golf ball? ball? Yeah. yeah, golf ball size. Um, bake them off. And then for your sauce, I'm going to do a simple red sauce. But you can do whatever kind of sauce you want. Um, whatever is floating your boat at the moment. Um, tomato sauce, um, a lot of fresh tomatoes in there mm. as well, and um, and garlic, king garlic and onion. onion. Mm. Keeping it nice and simple. Add a little bit more of the oregano and thyme and um, parsley, salt and pepper. Add a little bit of um, chili flake. Oh, and. Pull out your um, meatballs and enjoy that. Okay, I'm gonna go with a lamb meatball. Mm. So you're gonna get yourself like a pound of ground lamb. It's a tough one. No, no, no. This is good. You're gonna get uh, lots of mint, lots of cilantro, lot, lots of garlic, some coriander, some cumin, and a little bit of cinnamon. And a dash of chili flake. Oh, nice. cinnamon. Of course, salt and pepper. Uh, you're gonna grind, you know. Mix all, uh, cut up all your herbs, um, saute off some onions, um, mix all that with your meat, uh, get your egg, get your, oh, do I want to use breadcrumbs? What should I use instead of breadcrumbs? Well, I'm concerned about that lamb drying out, so you better put a lot of egg in that bitch. Yeah, well, I'm trying to figure out what, what I want as you my binder. You could use panko. Yeah, let's, oh, there you let's, go. Uh, let's use panko. Uh, let's do, uh, just, let's just do egg yolks. No, egg whites. Right, just the yolks. Just the yolks. Uh, you're going to mix that together, roll them golf size, golf ball sized meatballs, cast iron pan, super hot. Uh, what kind of oil should I sear them off in? I would do just like canola oil. Yeah, some so it's got a high high uh, yeah. smoke point. Uh, you want to sear those off. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say throw a can of tomatoes, uh, like crushed 
uh, tomatoes on top of it. You mean there. after you brown them? Yeah. You after, throw them right in the skillet too? Yeah, like, yeah. Throw idea. that in the skillet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say cover it up. Put in the oven at 350 for yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Take, uh, take that off of there. Take the aluminum foil off of there. Uh, take some feta. Crumble it over top. Turn the broiler on. Throw it in there. Let that get nice and brown. Pull it out. Uh, you can do like maybe a uh, lemon dill yogurt sauce. A lemon mm. dill yogurt creme. Oh, that sounds yeah. good. My uh, mouth's watering. And then you take it and you dip it in there. There you go. Oh, Bam. And then good. meatballs are not going to be dry. No, it sounds great. No, <laughs> it'll be great. I'm sold. I'm sold. Okay. Uh, we want to thank Sean for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Thank this you so fun. much. This was fun. Um, I want to thank the Soundcasting Network for hosting us. Uh, we want to apologize to everybody for being uh, late again. Yes. We're trying to get back on track, but. Uh, it's just shit keeps happening. Poli- Seattle traffic bullshit. Apo- That's what happened. Apologies to Sean Maxey. Uh, if you want to email us, we're at grillhowlongsteakmister at gmail.com. You can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook at. Grill, how long steak mister? And you can find us at Twitter at How Long Steak Mister. Uh yeah. And uh we still don't have sponsors yet, but coming mm, soon nope. we'll have them. And Hopefully. uh fingers crossed. Yeah, until next Tuesday. Uh have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Grill. How long steak mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.